0: Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this world. I hate the work of those who follow With My mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your
1: faith. Are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish.
0: I will
2: defy time. And good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, XYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at sonslibertymedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative Word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, can see the face that's made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. You'll see two videos at the top of the screen there. Uh, the one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday, so if you missed that and you want to catch that, you can do so up until 3 o'clock Eastern today, it was time he should be live in that little area right there. And then on the right side of the page, it'll look, you guys in the viewing audience, it's got yesterday's picture. I don't know why, because these browsers, I don't one does it right and one doesn't do it right. And it alternates because sometimes it comes up just fine. Anyway, it's yesterday's picture that the audience is seeing now. Hopefully when you go over there, uh, you'll see the correct image. Anyway, you can click on the play button there. Uh, blow it up on whatever device you've got. Rumble icon is down in the bottom right hand corner if you want to join us in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming live to Rumble, so if you want to pick us up there at Sons of Liberty Radio Live, that's the channel. Please subscribe there. And then also we're on before it's top of the page. Uh DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, a number of Facebook pages that bear my name. And then uh, Twitch at the Real Tim Brown. And if you're on Twitter, you can pick up the live feed there at the Real Tim Brow. Drop the N and add a 2, and you're good to go. The Real time Brow 2 on Twitter, and that should be good. Also, you can sign up for our email newsletter right up under where we're streaming live. You're on a desktop computer. It's there. Um, If it's not, you have to, I don't know, do some scrolling if you're on a mobile device or something like that. Uh, Maybe change your mobile device to desktop, and you'll see it where you can sign up. And you get our emails in the evening between 7 and 8 o'clock Eastern usually, all the articles we put out for the day. Also, um, you can uh, donate if you... Phil Led, to uh, help us and support us, uh, there's a donate button at the top of SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can click on that and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty, and uh, we do really appreciate each and every one of you in that. Now, I don't know, you know, I, I got various comments <laughs> on yesterday's show. Uh, God didn't tell Moses to go back into Egypt and uh, and to make Egypt great again. And I hope that that people who actually listened to the show and really paid attention to what I was saying, I'm not saying that we're not to be those who stand in the gap, that we're not to be those who repair the breach. From Tim Brown's perspective, I think we ought to make that breach real big and build a whole new bridge. That's, I mean, not getting rid of the foundations, but getting rid of the bridge, Uh, getting rid of the beast, ripping its teeth out, ripping its heart out. The beast that we made, or our fathers made, rip its heart out, and dissolve it the way Thomas Jefferson said to do, which is exactly what the framers did, and our 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 fathers did with their relationship with England. They cut it off. They divorced them. They separated from them. No, the Declaration of Independence was not a revolutionary document. It was a separation. It was a peaceful separation. We believe these things are here. You believe that you're doing what you're doing. We want no part of you. You're you're being lawless, and I think that's what we want to do here. We want to you pull the heart and teeth out of the federal government by the, either dissolving it or seceding from it, where it has no, it can't pull money from you. It can't have exercise any more authority over you at all, which it shouldn't have had anyway. And um, and Jefferson said you can. Build new government on top of that to secure your liberties, if that's what you want to do. Um, and there's a multiple number of ways. I've mentioned tactical civics and learning uh, your civic duties, and they have a plan to actually deal with it within the system. I think that's that's fine. Multiple ways that we can deal with this issue. And then there's the issue of secession. And I don't know how some people are going to put certain ideas within, back in uh, when, you know, I've been thinking about this, you know, John Adams says our Constitution is for religious and moral people, and yet we see the numbers. We've lost our Christian religion. We've lost our Christian morality in many aspects in government. So how how is it, he says, it's totally inadequate uh, to govern any other way. So if you've lost that, you've got to return to the foundations. And uh, when it's become so corrupt that, When you have impeachment as the sole uh, responsibility of the House, and the House is so corrupt that it won't, it's not going to impeach it. I mean, it can't even get rid of members of its own, much less uh, uh, an ineligible president. Um, But what I want to do is, uh, I I just wanted to say that that that's what I was getting at there, is that there's got to be numbers of ways that we deal with this stuff. So before I bring Lynn on, uh, there's a couple of things. You probably have seen it, and this is sort of what I'm getting at. That the people think they're in the mindset, and and by and large, not some of you. Some of you out there, I know you work locally, and you're having great success, and that's great. Praise God for that. But much of the people think their only remedy, their only voice is in a vote. And if 2020 didn't show you (laughs) how your vote's manipulated, I don't know. And, and, And it's at the core of it, it's electronic voting booths. It's electronic voting booths. And this is just a couple of things that I ran across yesterday, a couple of videos, and I'm just going to show, and uh, you guys will be able to see if, you, if, it, if it requires you know, me to narrate. I'll try to do that for the radio audience. But this one came out of precincts in Luzerne County, Pennsylvania. They were running out of paper to print out the ballots that were constructed electronically. Now, stop and think about that a second. You're going to go on a little... For like a better term a giant ipad you're going to click on little things with your finger and then they're going to print out what you clicked on why don't you just take a pen it's a lot faster a lot you know more efficient you're not spending money on these expensive voter machines that can be hacked and i'm going to show you that in just a minute uh this is this was the scene up in uh, luzerne county thank you for joining us i'm andy palumbo there
0: are reports of problems at polls in parts of luzerne county Voters tell us some machines ran out of paper. News Watch 16's Chelsea Strube sent us this photo of people waiting in line to vote in Harvey's Lake. She tells us voters were filling out provisional ballots while a poll worker drove to Wilkesbury to get paper.
1: I think that's ridiculous. But it's open till 8 o'clock tonight and they still can't find any paper. <laughs> so nowhere to find paper. Nobody what? was prepared. Some right. issues
0: have been
2: reported to our newsroom in Dorrance Township and Dallas Township. We have not heard back from election officials in Luzerne County. Mm, I bet you won't hear back from them either. Now, this was an article I did yesterday. It contained all of these. This is another lady. Um, I don't recall where she was at, but uh, she comes out, and I want you to listen to what she has to say about her voting experience. So, I don't
1: know you going, want to believe I, We are at this there. location,
0: and their voting machines are not working properly. They don't count the ballots. You go in to register, they give you a ballot, which takes like 20 minutes, which is ridiculous. You go in, you place, you do your voting, you go in, you give it into the machine and it won't take it. It says misread ballot. Every single person in there is getting a misread ballot. So now they have to drop them into 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 the box, hand hand counted, supposedly hand counted. My husband's done two ballots. He had to do a canceled ballot. The second ballot he went in to vote, same thing. So every person in that line now that's standing there is not going to get counted properly that we don't know.
2: Interesting. Now, I have no problem with hand counting uh, of paper ballots. That's that's fine. Uh, but it's a whole lot easier for them to snooker you. And I'm going to show you that in just a second. So what does this hand counting ballot, what does this hand counting of ballots look like? Well, let's listen to this lady as she addresses a guy who had a misread ballot. Here's what she says.
1: So I pulled my ballot in, but so it didn't... It, Got misread, but then what was happening?
0: Put it in there. Yeah. And tonight, a Republican and a Democrat will sit Ooh. and go through all of the misread <laughs> ballots all over the county okay. and count them. And it okay. will get counted.
1: Okay, and, okay? Both, and both machines were
2: not working Yeah. No,
0: nothing's working in okay. the last half hour. Huh?
2: Uh-huh. Thank you. Oh, last half hour, nothing's working. Oh, and you can trust the uniparty. The de- oh, a Democrat and a Republican will count these. What about an independent? What about a libertarian? What about a constitutional party? What about somebody else? Oh no, it's just a Democrat and the Repo- it's the establishment that's going to count it, and don't ha- you don't have to worry about it. Your vote will be counted. Mm-hmm. Your vote your vote will be counted. Um, this one also coming out of Arizona listen to this report now this guy the 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 sound is not as great but uh, this guy is uh, like filming his television uh, out of Arizona and take a listen to this
1: pay attention <laughs> you all this didn't surprise me
0: I'm sure it won't you with
2: senior it's correspondent happening
0: Alicia Acuna. she's at a polling site in the Phoenix suburb of Paradise Valley and Alicia what is the latest from where you are because we hear this some problems. Hi, John. Yes, hi, John and Sandra. The Maricopa County Election Division says 20% of the tabulation machines in and around the county are malfunctioning, which means that the ballots are not being counted at the election site where folks are voting. That was the original plan. However, officials say that redundancies went into effect uh, almost immediately. And so the, the ballots will still be counted, but now they will be moved from secure boxes to a mm-hmm. central downtown location. Now, the <laughs> Republican to a downtown. Location. Supervisor has explained that what is now going to happen here in Maricopa County is what is already happening in counties across Arizona. Huh. About
2: 20% of those vote locations, we might have one uh, or two possibly
0: of these where yeah. occasionally the, the ballot will go into this tabulator and it does not accept it, Okay.
2: Oh, don't worry. There's more. Listen.
0: Why this is so delicate. Maricopa County makes up two-thirds of the entire electorate of Arizona. It's massive. Two-thirds. 80% of voters have already cast their ballots. Yet 300,000 people people are expected to vote today. And the county expanded the number of locations to 223, the most ever. No one wins Arizona without Maricopa County. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, it's incredible, is it not? All the hopes of the people are pinned on these electronic voting booths, which they know, they know they're fraudulent. One more, this is out of Mesa, Arizona. Check this out. Yeah,
0: we're We're trying to get that fixed. So no machines at this center
1: are working at
2: all. No machines are working.
1: Okay, and this is the pandemonium.
2: this? This doesn't happen with paper ballots, by the way.
0: Okay, um, this is the um, Central Christian Church, and none of the machines are voting are right. working, and they are telling us that we have to leave. Um,
2: that you have to and leave. So,
0: this is now happening here at this voting station. Also, at Central Christian, they are not letting you vote. You have to go to a different spot.
2: Interesting. Hmm. You got to go to a different spot now. Again, we've been through this. I'm not going to play the guy's testimony. This is in the article at sunslibrarymedia.com. It will be on or in the archive, but here's a here's a lady that shows you. She's not testifying, she's just showing you Here's how easy it is to hack these voting machines.
1: I'm very concerned for our upcoming election because this voting machine is used in 18 different states. And it's extremely easy to get admin access on this machine. So let me show you how quick it is. about a little under two minutes. All they have to do, this bad actor, would be to open up this machine by pressing this button right here. When it's off. And it's really right on the top.
2: One on the side.
1: Removing this. You don't need any tools to do this unplugging this again you don't need any tools to do this
2: just a little hard drive
1: turning it on all you have to do is pick this lock here with a ballpoint pen open this up press the red button and we're going to let it boot up here and then I'll show you the admin access
2: so she's done that in a matter of about 10 seconds She's pulled the hard drive out of it. She's rebooted so it's loading
1: it. Loading what what they call a secure voting terminal right now.
2: Are you guys trusting your election system at all? And the, again, she's just waiting on it for it to boot up. And again, she's talking to a You're bad actor. You're
1: going to see a couple of error messages, and all you have to do to bypass those error messages is just click cancel. And okay, and now I have full admin access, under two minutes.
2: Okay, so you can see anybody who wants to get in there, she's just showed you how to do it in under two minutes. You, you can go in there. Furthermore, there's a video here. Uh, I played it on the air, but it'll be in the archive. This was um, Eugene, Clint Eugene, I forget his last name. Anyways, testifying uh, before an Ohio uh, court there, this was back in like 2006, and he was saying, yeah, I wrote the program so you can manipulate these things if you want to win by 1%, and nobody would ever know that you would manipulate it. And yet, people went out yesterday, oh, we're going to have a red wave, are you? Maybe you will, maybe you won, it's a uniparty, it doesn't really matter. You're going to get a lesser tyrant Than the one before, that's what the message was yesterday. You're going to get a lesser pharaoh than the guy who's in there now. Still going to tax you? Still going to infringe on your rights? Still going to push the world agenda? And we're going to talk a little bit about that in just a little bit uh, with Lynn. But I, I just wanted to play these because, again, I'm trying to help people see this system is not working. It's not and a large large part is due to what we talk about here on every Wednesday, and that is real education. People have been indoctrinated. They think voting is the only thing they can do, and it's not. It's really not. And once the people break, that bondage is broken that they see, okay, wait a minute, there's lots more that we can do, and we have a lot more power than we've been told, uh, I think we'll start to see some change. But until then, it's still going to be red and blue, and that's what we're going to do, okay? Yep, I'm a poet and don't know it, but my feet show it because they long fellas. Anyway, this is Right to the Core Wednesday, and as always, we have with us the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn.
3: Well, good morning. I tell you what. Um, I took a lot of yesterday to encourage people, either on Twitter or on my personal page, that, look, if you think it's just your voice as your vote and that's all, then honey eons ago our our problems would have been corrected in this country but it takes more than that we have certain duties that we have to do and it's amazing to me how many people responded with these these images that were just the the two-party system and i was sitting there going you know uh-uh it's the same thing and It's going to set the stage for 2024. And why we've spent so much time each week going over things like this is to show you that when it comes to education, Tim, it doesn't matter what letter is on that jersey, what political party it is. The system is not going to change because of the 1% that has the money and the control. Yep. So it's not about left versus right. It's about us versus them. And until we can get that 1% money and control out of our states, out of our local districts, and out of the federal government, we're not going to stand a chance. Of, of getting this system right. We absolutely won't. And, you know, it's amazing to me how many people sat there and said, well, you just don't like America or you're just this or you're just that. They were too busy trying to point at me as part of the problem, as opposed to looking at what I was trying to get them yep. to open their eyes to and so yeah it's going to take concerted effort and i'm not sure at what point maybe it'll be when the the officials come and knock on the door and say you know uh yeah you voted you didn't do anything else and now i'm here for johnny and susie because that's pretty much what it's coming to and you know a couple of weeks ago we did a show on hr 7780 which was um A very Orwellian draconian overreach by the federal government using our schools as hubs to take over communities through something as serious as mental health. And I do apologize to everyone that I did not find what we're going to go over today before we did that show. But I'm thinking it's wonderful to have it now because it will help us take that show from a couple of weeks ago, put it towards uh, what we see as the foundation that's been laid and apply it to where it's headed in 2024 or from now until 24 and beyond. I hope that makes some sense.
2: Yeah, it does. I mean, uh, but the the point is, is that mm-hmm. whatever, whoever gets in office, it doesn't matter uh, uh, their, their team jersey uh, it, that they're playing well, I, for. They're still pushing, at least in this education issue and a lot of other issues, they still end up pushing the, edu- the same uh, mm-hmm. uh, agenda that's unconstitutional, which mm-hmm. is the feds have a right of say, funding, policy, everything, lawmaking, all of that right. geared in the area of education. And the 10th Amendment is clear. We didn't give it to you in Article 1. Uh, you don't have authority to be doing it, and yet the people have been letting that happen for how long now, Lynn? I mean, this was something, again, I point back to R.L. Dabney in the 1850s. He was writing and saying, this is what they want to push on us. They had not pushed it on the South yet, public education. It was in the North. But he said... Here's what they want to push on us and here's what their results are and he would pointing to the imprisonment the the criminality the degeneracy and he mm-hmm. read it all the way up until today again people if you've not read the book on secular education it's a short book I think it's less than 100 pages uh, you can get it on Kindle for like 4 bucks and if you don't have a Kindle you can get it on your phone or your tablet just download the Kindle app but you ought to read it because it's it's almost like this guy just followed it logically, and he sees the oppression of, of the girls. He sees the how the schools would become. He sees how the society would become in that. And mm-hmm. it's it's fascinating to me to read somebody 170 years ago who could Might see well what was today. coming. Yeah, who yeah. could see what was coming.
3: Absolutely. Well, you know, it's, it's amazing because Charlotte Iserby, back in uh, 2004, I believe it was, And we've shown this uh, quote of hers before on our show, Tim, where she went back and she said, you know, I've I've read some excellent political history books and I can tell you that when you know it's where I get the the thing that I say when it comes to education there's no difference and she would tell you across the board not just education but across the board that there's no difference we've pointed it out through legislation we've pointed it out through the funding for the campaigns and all the, the videos that you were showing about the machines not working this is leading into that artificial intelligence and we've also talked about that in fact next week we're going to be updating the artificial intelligence bill of rights and how it's impacting not only education, but things like uh, what went on yesterday. Uh, Think about other countries in recent history or or past where they've had the system come in and water down what was on the ballot, giving the people the illusion of, oh, yes, I'm participating in, in bicameral government. No, you're not. You're being spoon-fed who to choose, and then those people are chosen for you, not on American soil, but in somewhere uh, foreign to here. Yeah.
2: So, well, so the, this, did you see the the recent thing that happened in Brazil? I mean, there's there's millions of people out in the street protesting what's going on there.
3: Yeah, absolutely. There is. And, you know, we should be doing that here. But no, we're we're still seeing so many people relying on, oh, well, you know, I exercised my vote and, and now it's up to my party to take back the country. No, honey, nowhere in God's word did he said, rely on your country to take back what's yours. That's right. He absolutely did not. He said it was up to us to protect. It was up to us you're not up to them. so let's uh, move on. I want to get through this particular house resolution because I want folks to be able to see like I was saying a couple of weeks ago that draconian uh, Orwellian takeover through artificial intelligence especially for mental health is a very scary thing. Well this particular resolution and this is House resolution 1162. Tim this was trotted out in June of this year. And again, when we see what's in this, that's I think like seven pages, we'll understand why not only HR 7780, but all the ones since then and all the ones that will carry on from here, no matter who's put in to a congressional seat, will be honored because of this one resolution. Now, as far as Congress goes, anytime you have a resolution, you have both sides of the fence who have come together to say, hey, we agree on this one issue. And what House Resolution 1162 did and is still doing. It's expressing support for a whole child approach to education and recognizing, I hope you're ready for this, the role of parents, educators, and community members in providing this whole child approach for every student. Now, why would I sit there and and smirk a little bit when it says that Congress is going to recognize the role of the parent? Tim, answer me this, when have they done that?
2: never in fact they're they're trying to be the parent
3: absolutely absolutely they are so uh we have oregon and pennsylvania as the two leaders who came forth with this resolution and then they threw it over to education and labor's committee now don't lose the fact that pennsylvania was at one point the test dummy state the experiment state for that whole child mechanism and that was back in the 90s Charlotte was uh, in her full swing then. Anita Hogue, who is based in Pennsylvania, was one of the ones, she saw her son come home from school. She picked up her watchdog mom moment and she ran with it, ended up in the courts against the state of Pennsylvania and pushed back enough, had enough uh, momentum behind her that were able to push back on the whole child approach. Because what does whole child code for now? The social and emotional learning or manipulation of attitudes, values, and beliefs. Yep, and let me let me add this
2: just so people on the radio, because people watching can see. But this bill that you're talking about, it was sponsored by Representative Susan or Suzanne uh, Bonamici, out of a Democrat out of Oregon, and part of the Uniparty on the other side is Representative Brian K. Fitzpatrick, out of a Republican out of Pennsylvania. So again, when we're saying these things, that they're all on the same team they're all pushing the same agenda don't doubt us on this this is what this is the 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 proof is in the pudding it's right here you can see it online at uh what is this congress.gov
3: yeah congress.gov and you know just yesterday i don't trust it as far as i could throw it but the smithsonian i found an article from them look if you think that democrat being blue and republican being red is the way it's always been no and this article went back and showed you that at one point the democrats were red and the republicans that's right. were blue
2: yep and and, and the, and the dec- democrats loved Abraham Lincoln which uh speaking with friends the other day and what we learned yep. uh, Lincoln more than likely was a sodomite most people did not know that but there are letters to indicate that's exactly what it was there are eyewitnesses to when Mary right. Todd's away Abra- Abraham is going to play
3: you know, I can't speak to that, but what I can tell you is that if you look at the the political history use of color, it's very manipulative. Just like when we've seen the UN's uh, color association with the Sustainable Development Goals, it's all a psychological move. And what is uh, this resolution setting up? psychological moves regardless of color, regardless of party. So let's go on and hear what else is uh, going on because this resolution is the foundation for why the Mental Health Matters Act was fast tracked through the House and is now sitting in the Senate just in time for these uh, election results to take effect. All right, this says here that it will express support for a whole child approach to education. It says that whereas each student deserves, Tim, to be challenged academically, we're going to go in and mess with their mind. No, that's not what it says. It's what it should say, but that's not what it says. It says, whereas each student deserves to be challenged academically, exposed to a comprehensive education. Don't lose that buzz phrase. Comprehensive is is all-encompassing it's not subject specific that promotes critical thinking and creativity and preparing them for higher education meaningful employment in our global economy and the oecd's favorite phrase lifelong success it goes on to tell you that whereas all this is going to happen that the students also need to be deserving of supporting by qualified, caring adults. Notice parents was not used here, caring adults, and receive personalized learning. As we have busted that educatic buzz phrase, personalized learning is nothing more than getting you hooked on a computer for the algorithms to track you and slot you of where you need to be. It goes on to tell you that wrapped in with this whole child, Tim, not only do we have the comprehensive data tracking, but now we're gonna teach you about a healthy lifestyle. Yep. Okay, that's just page one. Oh, and by the way, let's
2: include healthy lifestyle includes all of that stuff that gives you all kinds of venereal diseases and things such as, you know, premarital sex, fornication, uh, sodomy, um, lesbianism. all this kind of stuff. That's part of their their healthy teaching, right? Their healthy lifestyle.
3: Okay, page two. (laughs) Uh, Each student deserves to learn in an environment that is physically and emotionally safe. Now, the reason I want to pause there is we're in the season of Thanksgiving. And we know that the narrative over the, the pilgrim's Thanksgiving has been skewed. We know this. Okay. We don't need anyone to tell us. We've not, we were not there. We don't really know what happened. We know there are two sides to the story. And usually the way the history books are written, it's supposedly the victor who writes the narrative we know there's been many uh pe- there have been many people who have researched okay this is what really happened between the pilgrims and the native americans and when they say emotionally safe don't be shocked but thanksgiving through the uh, the culture system that feeds our education system from cradle to grave has sanitized thanksgiving and that's all I'm going to say so that's just one example okay wow. okay Now, they also deserve, Tim, don't you love how much these students deserve? To be actively engaged in learning and connected to school and broader community. Let's not forget, every student succeeds act when it wrote in that all education had to be aligned to the same post secondary readiness standards as laid out in the workforce innovation and opportunity act, that that encompassed after school programs and community wide public private partnerships. Because after all, we have to broaden their horizons to ad nauseum. Okay, now the consequences of not ensuring all these deserving young people, Tim is that they won't be challenged, they won't be supported, they won't be healthy, they won't be safe, and they won't be engaged. Engaged in what? Society. It goes on to cite how dismal the graduation rate is. It goes on to cite the Common Core Machine uh, entity known as the National Academy of Medicine that's showing its recommendations for at least 60 minutes of physical activity every single day because that promotes higher academic achievement, lower absenteeism, lower incidences of obesity that are associated with daily physical activity, an hour a day, are you kidding me? They're not even getting that. I mean, they're not even getting that, but we're gonna prop that up because this particular resolution wants you to feel good about what they're doing to our children. And remember, this is not just this is not just public school. This is cradle to grave. So it's not just our children. It's us as well. All right. It goes on to tell you that most students, Tim, consume as many as half of their meals through a public school. And so, therefore, schools play a crucial role in teaching children healthy lifestyles. Have we seen what is served for nutritional value? Oh, that nice
2: pink slime.
3: Have we talked about the fact that the government derived nutrition plan is so heavy on everything that that is bad for us and leaves out almost everything that is good for us because why they want us weak? They want the time change to stick because they want us exhausted. If you have a weak and exhausted people, are you better controlled? Oh, you better, sweet Bippy, you are. Okay, so anyway, we're going to go on and we're going to have uh, an opportunity to not only sit here and readjust their attitudes, values, and beliefs. We're now going to sit here and play with their physical health. Now, it goes on to tell you that Students who feel unsafe in school are more prone to uh, skipping school truancy and disruptive behavior. And as such, oh my goodness, we have to look at all these indicators for school crime and safety reports that are old data to form new data plans. And what is this gonna do? It's gonna make the school your hub, just like we've been warned about by Charlotte and Anita and so many others, just like you and I pointed out in the Mental Health Matters Act. The school becomes the hub of the wheel that drives your family absolutely up a wall. Page three, it will go on to tell you, the Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights released a report, Tim. Do you wanna read the name of that report?
2: <clears throat> it is the S- indicators of school crime and safety report of two thousand
3: eighteen. Yep, a little further down, education in a what?
2: Oh, I'm lost where you're at there.
3: That's okay. It's on. It's it would be page three. It's going to be the paragraph that says, "Whereas the Department of Education's office."
2: Ah, okay. Pers- yeah, Entitled, <laughs> I re- education in in a in a pandemic, the disparate impacts of COVID nineteen on American students, which highlights how the current public health crisis has disrupted our nation's education system and exacerbated longstanding inequities in school systems.
3: Oh, yes, because after all, it widened the the, uh, supposed achievement gap. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, as an avid researcher, there was never a skills gap. There was never an achievement gap. That was something that was created to have more people sign up for the, oh, yes, let's uh, get data tracked. Let's get uh, data assessed so that we can career slot our our students, no matter what their age, so that we can plug them into this global economy, because that's what this is about. That's exactly why every student succeeds at chucked out education uh, as far as academic prowess. It's stuck in skill-based employment training. So it goes on to tell you that the disparities in education, Tim, are access to technology behavioral health services, and all the other aids and services combined. And according to the Partnership for 21st Century Skills, which does nothing but use the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development's lifelong learning buzz phrase to say, we're going to hook you up to become career-oriented minions for either the government are the big corporations that feed the government so it goes on to tell you the four c's of the partnership now i jokingly said those four c's killed the three r's i said that way back when when i first started researching common core and what are those four c's oh you're going to love the way they sound because they sound so nice and wonderful okay communication collaboration creativity and critical thinking. And what did those replace? Reading, writing and arithmetic. Now, yep. someone will sit here and listen to this. Oh, but, you know, we still have reading. We still have some writing and we still have math because it's roped into the what? Science, technology, engineering and math. It's roped into the common core. It's all aligned. But if you look at the partnership uh, for 21st Century Skills, you will see how they are connected into all the agenda that comes with the Sustainable Development Goals, all the agenda that comes in with the data tracking to career slot, not just Johnny and Susie, but Johnny and Susie's parents and Johnny and Susie's grandparents. Now, all those paragraphs to lead up to this one sentence resolved that the House of Representatives, number one, expresses support for this whole child approach to education don't lose that the entire house so all those and all those yahoos who got reelected or selected and all those who got newly selected this is what they're going to prop up they're also going to tell you that the entire house of representatives now recognizes that the benefit of ensuring that students are challenged supportive healthy safe and encouraged honey this is all Buzz phrase language for the social and emotional behavioral interhealth and mental health interventions that were laced into HR 7780 and anything connected. Cause if you'll remember, there were 10 separate bills, Tim, that were also, uh, roped into that 177 page bill. All right. Number 3 the entire House of Representatives resolves that it will encourage parents educators community members to support this whole child approach to education for every student and encourages don't miss this the federal government team to Identify every federal opportunity among the federal agencies to coordinate everything for this to happen through education, health, and social services throughout the entire United States.
2: Yeah, as if we need them. They can't even run their own house up there, but yet they want to tell parents how to run their house. Uh, they, they're not, you know, the government doesn't have chil- children, God gives children to parents and this is just incredible the the uh uh, what's the word the arrogance Mm -hmm. of representatives to say yeah we want to encourage you to do this because we think it's best and i'll guarantee you if you go and look at what's going on in their own home they're not doing anything like this
3: right well if folks missed it in the archive we will have the show that we did on hr 7780 so you can go back and listen and connect the dots and that is called the government's headbangers ball we did that on uh near halloween and then also in the archive will be the show that we did on the bicameral bipartisan move to take hr 899 and senate bill 393 uh dreamed up by supposedly representative massey and senator paul respectively on how to shut down the department of education now how does that play into this house resolution that i just went through and i'm sorry it was four pages not seven pages it's because it will still take every opportunity tim to insert as it's shutting down the federal department of education which is a political kabuki theater move to appease those people who still are convinced that it's just their vote that matters. Nothing else. Because I'll get into how it ties to H.R. 7780 and the House Resolution for the Whole Child Social and Emotional Manipulation. This one is to abolish the Department of Education and to provide funding directly to the states, Tim, for what Elementary and secondary what? education I, I... and, 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 and other purposes. We have to put in that governmental cover-your-butt moment of other purposes. This is where everyone who listens for the BS and horse hockey will be going ding, 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 ding. Okay, because this still will use federal to state money that is still unconstitutional, Tim, and still violates Code US 20, Section 1232A, which we have shown so many times on our show, which says no federal direction for any sort of uh, possible connection to education should even be allowed. Now, if you look at the wording of that particular code, everything but funding is listed, but yet funding is what puts all those systems in place. And I think it was a masterful stroke to leave the word money out, Because if you leave the money out, then everyone's going to go, look, oh, oh, look, what's not included funding so I can fund it and I can get away with it and it'll be okay. It won't violate this. But yes, it will, because the funding is what drives the curriculum, the technology, the resources, everything that goes into that uh, that, that mandate that proves that federal intervention into education is, is prohibited. So yeah. that's how they, they covered their Well, backside And
2: there. let's let's make mention for those who, mm-hmm. who can't see it, who are listening by right. way of radio, right. this is a bill that is introduced by mm-hmm. Republican Representative Louis Gohmert from Texas, and mm-hmm. it's co-sponsored by a Republican out of Florida, Representative Stube Gregory. So yeah. this doesn't even have Democrats. Yeah i think lynn and i would like to see the abolishment of department of education but we've talked about that before lynn that there's got to be a lot of things to deal with there's a
3: prudent way you do it you don't go in and shut it down how many times do i have to tell you you do that and you might as well have your dark room throw the light on and then watch those cockroaches scatter because if you don't repeal the laws first connected to this it won't matter if you shut down every bit of dc today it will still survive because that's the plan. That's why so many federal agencies have the backup plans. If you think the government was dumb enough to say, okay, we're going to put all our money on the department of education and it'll never, never, never go away. And we'll be fat, dumb, and happy. No, 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 no. They behind your backs took Parts and pieces of the Department of Education as it was before it became the Department of Education and housed them right back in the former entities. So anything that was workforce based will go back to labor. Mm. Anything that has to do with money will go back to the Treasury. Anything that has to do with health goes where? Health and Human Services.
2: Well, the, The the, yeah. And the thing, the thing that I was saying that, Is Mm -hmm. that you cut off? If you cut off the head here, it's going to grow all over the place.
3: Uh, It absolutely. That's that's what you were
2: saying. So, so it's not as simple as just going up and chopping a head off. You've got you've got all these other tentacles that are everywhere else. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you brought that out. That was something that stuck in my mind because I didn't understand how that had done. In all these other all these other pretended legislation that they put in
3: because they unite them together that's how but that's why they do it is so that if one falls, the yeah. others rise up. And here's the thing Tim. maybe a Democrat's not on board with this right now but don't lose sight that uh, the whole sense of Congress through that resolution to prop up everything connected to education did bring the Democrats with them. So this is not the Republicans going. Oh yes, we're we're raising the uh, we're raising the uh, we'll protect your family flag. No, this is not them at all. This is we're jumping on board with the rest of the the idiots.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, that and the reason I brought this up about uh, Gomer yeah. stuff, you know, he's supposed to be like the prize one of the prized guys out of the Republican Party, and oh, here I he is know. pushing it. You know, saying, oh well, we'll give funding directly to the states for elementary and secondary education. I got a question for you, Louie. Where, is, where do you have authority to be doing that in the Constitution? You don't, You're you just don't. as unconstitutional as the guys you complain about.
3: But this shows they don't know their Constitution. They don't know. Oh, I think list. they
2: know it. I think they know it. They okay. just don't care. I, I think so they don't care.
3: Selective hearing is what it is. But here's what we don't need to miss uh, as it connects back to that resolution and connects back to H.R. 7780, Tim. If you'll remember Title I gave over a hundred million dollars for the states to do what grow their own information technology troops to do what monitor state education so what good is it going to do to abolish the department at a federal level only to see it thrown in the state level when the state level has just as many tentacles into the federal education plan as ever before and the minute they did that was when they sacrificed the 9th the 10th and the 14th amendment as well as others and your child and your family so don't lose that so anyway it goes on to tell you that every applicable program that is connected to the department of education is terminated okay Great. We just terminated all the programs associated with the Department of Education. But you, did you go in and kill them from the other entity sides that they'll be housed in? Like, did you go in through labor and shut it down and all its applicable programs back to education? Did you go into Health and Human Services and from that angle and shut down every applicable program that's tied back to education? No. And you want to know why? Because if you do that, then you stop the... the uh, double dipping of funds at taxpayer expense that would fund the medicalization and harm of our children through the Department of Health and Human Services. And you would certainly stunt the career tech education that's through our Department of Labor that's training our students in education to go uh, out there and be a good worker be. No, they're not going to do it. They're absolutely not. And it will tell you on page two that applicable program, as far as this particular bill is concerned, is every program that the Secretary of Education or the Department of Education has administrative responsibility for. Does it say all those acts and all those pretended legislation, Tim, where Department of Education has a seat at the table? Those don't go away. So have you really abolished it? No, this is a move to appease the peasants. This is all this is. It goes on to tell you the transfer of functions will land first at the Department of the Treasury. And don't lose the fact that the IRS and the tax codes already are set to absorb the student debt load and pass it on to us. And don't lose the fact that the IRS now has a new and improved number of armed troops to come after you and I. It also goes on to tell you that the block grants to the states to have the federal money come to the states so they can run their elementary and secondary education. Well, guess what? A block grants a glorified loan. We've gone over the economic ins and outs and ups and downs of that. Many moons ago. And it says here that states should distrib- distribute non-federal funding. And the way they get away with that was because the second that federal fund hits the state treasury, it somehow changes magically, Tim, from federal money to state money. And Either one money. of
2: them is bad in the issue right. of education, as far as you ask me.
3: And and I understand that. But do you know how stupid it is to have an entire population believe that it oh, magically yeah. changes?
2: Well, I don't think they think. I don't. I don't even think people think about that, Lynn. I don't think that they 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 put those things together. I, I don't think that's what it is. But the issue is, and I come to it. You know, we've talked to people who have education stuff and their state constitutions, and I know how it got in ours. Uh, the North pushed it on us after the war, of Northern aggression. They pushed it into the right. South in the constitutions. But I'm I'm telling you right now, if you're a person that actually thinks that education is the responsibility of the state, then you have a status mindset, at least mm-hmm. on that issue. You've got to get that back and say education is the responsibility of parents, not of government at all. Government does everything bad. Right. They, I don't know of anything that they do good. I, I, I'm sitting here trying to think that they act in practice. They always revert back to doing what is is corrupt. I mean, it's the nature of man. This is why, uh, at least I think, under our system of government – the, the people were, were put in place to deal with it, and the dumber people have gotten, and I include myself in that over a lot of issues, the, the dumber we've been made, the less we are involved to actually mm-hmm. govern ourselves in the way that we're supposed to be. And this is why we're, we do shows like this, is to educate ourselves so that right. we can be able to fight.
3: Right. Well, we're going to need to go over because I want people to not lose how this will play into the elections of 2024, as well as tie back to the mental health overreaches. But before we do that, I want to make sure everyone knows what's in the archives, because if they have to to sign off before we go over, I want them to know everything that we're going to have. We'll have all the shows that we previously showed you. You'll have all the archives for the deception behind the ending of federal education. From my blog, you'll have the articles on the manipulation of the whole child learning approach through the social and emotional learning as well as all my articles on the mental health overreaches through education and i want folks to know that i have moved away from paypal and gone with snowball as far as donation funding
2: and people can pick that up at common dot diva.com guys you yep. can uh, finish up the interview with us with lynn uh sons liberty before it's news.com any of the other places bradley will be with you at three we'll talk to you in the morning lord willing 6 a.m see you OK, want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And uh, Lynn, you got a few more things that you want to give. So uh, I
3: do. I absolutely do. Yes, because this is very key. This will play into our recently completed 2022 selections and lead us up to the 2024 election selection process. OK, now where we closed was that states should distribute the non-federal funding for the elementary and secondary education. But here's the kicker in a manner that promotes competition and choices in education. Tim, page 17 of the Every Student Succeeds Act killed the school choice. This is a nod to the school choice movement that is riding that, that supposed red wave of freedom and supposedly going to wipe out that blue wave of oppression. And you know what? We have done many, many shows on the deceptions of school choice. It is not choice. It is absolutely putting the the power of your child's education and it's ripping it away from the parent and putting it back in the government's hand because the school choice said, it, all the education had to be aligned to the same post-secondary rated and standard. So you just killed your competition. You just killed your choice. You made it all the same through the tests, through the assessments, through the artificial intelligence, through the data tracking. Now you're going to do it through the uh, cookie cutter way that you handles uh, attitudes, values, and beliefs. And this is all a jab at Shutting down your voice, your vote through elections, because the way you do that is the school choices goal is to shut down every part of private education, including homeschooling, rebrand it as public thus putting it under the federal government. And once it was put under the federal government, which we're not too far away from, Tim, you don't need those school boards. You don't need those parent advisory committees. You don't need any of them because they're moot. They will become nothing but the breeders. And we are not far from that. And this deceptive bill placed this to a T. It goes on to tell you that they have to have, the states have to have, uh, these funding uh, mechanisms put into place, because after all, the state knows best what's best for your child. No, the state doesn't. The parent does. But again, the parents are being played absolutely through this. It goes on to tell you there's a fundamental right of parents, Tim, A fundamental rights. What happened to the inherent and inalienable right that God made us parents? Of Fundamental right is, say, the government is assigning you that right as a parent, and people are buying this. It goes on to tell you that there are going to be more glorified loans known as grants because the Secretary of the Treasury now will carry out allocations to the states, Tim, to support everything that goes into education at a secondary and elementary level. What'd you do with higher education? Don't need to worry about higher education, Tim, because guess what? It just got absorbed with where? Department of Labor. But, oh, well, that's not in the bill, but that's just part of the fallout. Okay. Now, it goes on to tell you, how does this free the pay? Okay, this was my question, was that it is giving you a portion, the allocation will be made in proportion to the aggregate amount of federal individual income tax paid by the residents of each state. This is a huge danger right here because this is, again, where your taxes have been hijacked. But if they're going to do this based on a proportion of those who are paying income tax, Tim, how does this give a parent a free use of the money?
2: Well, it doesn't because they're going to have strings attached to it, just like anything else. Yep.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, here comes the use of the funds. The state that receives an allocation under this system will use such funds to support elementary and secondary education in the state. This is where it ties into H.R. 7780 without ever mentioning H.R. 7780 because if you'll remember, woven into H.R. 7780 was the funding to do what? attached to the state to feed the elementary and secondary education systems expressly for the social and emotional increase in the presence in your community. This also will tell you that um, they mean to do this. So the question that I asked myself was, okay, where would higher education go? More than likely, Department of Labor, uh, the Veterans Affairs, Transportation, Energy, Agriculture, the EPA, the HHS, and any other gun agency they could probably throw it into. And there you go. So that's the deception behind that particular act that is now on the table. And those uh, who have just gotten there, you can pass, go collect your congressional salary uh, green light yesterday. And those who are going to be getting their place on boardwalk well that's what they're walking into and that's what they're going to use to sway the parents to vote one way or the other
2: absolutely crazy I, absolutely crazy and again it you know the dumbing down of the people is a big deal guys this is not the red meat of what I played at the first with the voting booths this is not the red meat of you know what Pelosi said or what her what happened with her husband or You know, somebody uh, like Trump, you know, hard, uh, hot air blowing and all this other stuff. This is not that. This is the stuff where they're really getting in, Lynn, and Mm -hmm. they're getting in early. And it's so, I I don't, I don't, I'm trying to find the words that I want to use. It's so (laughs) subtle because everybody's brought into the world thinking, well, we got to educate our kids, and so we we think that they're being educated because, well, they're able to write and they're able to do some math and maybe they're able to read and and do these. So we think well, they're they're growing, and maybe they regurgitate dates and times for history, but they have no idea why those things happen. Um, it, it's just a dumbing down of the society, and it's been going on for some time. Like I say, I'm mm-hmm. a product of that too. Uh, I don't uh, I recognize there are a lot of stuff I don't know. Uh, A lot of things that I, history and even theology and math and all this other, we've been dumbed down. Uh, There was a thing I remember years ago that I read. It was like for an elementary school. uh, It was a test for Mm -hmm. children who were like in the fifth grade or something. And I'm sitting here going, I think I can answer one of them questions, but I don't know. I mean, they were some difficult questions for people to answer today.
3: Right, and I've seen that that test, and it was from the 1800s, and you're spot on. Uh, yeah, they knew a heck of a lot more because they were taught better. And you're right, we are a product of that. But we are of the age, Tim, where even as bad as we were dumbed down, we still were taught how to think, not what to think. And that's, that's right. yep. part of what has shifted. Yeah, Johnny and Susie can still read somewhat. You know, but let's face it, through the system, uh, you know, a lot of people fell through the cracks. And there are a a lot of adults who to this day still cannot read because they were not taught. Okay. Yeah. So Johnny and Susie can still write somewhat. They can still read somewhat. But what are they reading? What are they writing? Yeah, absolutely. What they're told, what they're pointed to, what they're coached to do. That's right. Uh, We've talked about the art. Are they creating what God inspired them to? Maybe, but more times than not, it's what they're prescribed to do. So this is a total shuck and jive job on this oh yeah let's shut down the department of education and let's throw it back to the states it i will say it did do a little bit more as far as fleshing out the agenda than massey and paul's which was the one sentence which okay the one sentence if you take it at face value wonderful news yes let's shut down the department of education at a federal level but again it was what it wasn't what was said tim it was what was left out and what was left out on purpose because yes, Massey and Paul are supposed to be two constitutionally caring members of Congress. Are you kidding me? When we did that show, we looked at the entities they're tied to both of them. We looked at their stances. We looked at the money that is placing the words in their mouths and it's not as constitutionally correct as you would want it to be.
2: Yep. Yep. I get it. I get it. Absolutely. Okay, Lynn, uh, one final thing. Uh, Tell people where they
3: can find out more about you. Okay. com. If you wish to financially donate to any of the work that I do for you or help help offset my cancer recovery system, which is going pretty well, uh, you can go to Snowball now. Uh, and you can choose the amount that you would like. You can put in a message to me and you'll get a receipt. And yes, it is online. If you prefer not to do online donations, please feel free to get in touch with Tim. He can certainly tell you where to uh, uh, plug in from there. But yes, all the, uh, the donations, all the prayers have been wonderful, but we need to keep them going because, uh, you know, recovery doesn't happen in a month when it's taking years to be ill It really doesn't take months. It takes a long time and I am getting through it, but I'm seeing things that are starting to run out. I'm like, okay, the Lord's going to provide. I know he will. Amen. So, uh, and we want to pray for our families because, you know, illness doesn't just strike just one of us. It strikes um, everyone in the family. And if it's not through the direct, ramifications, Tim, it's through the caregiving or the stress associated with, hey, someone I love is is not a, in a good place. So yes, and we need to be praying for our families who listen to this show, Tim, that they would finally get the light bulb going off in their brains to go, wait a minute, the government is not my friend when it comes to my child's education. The government is not my friend when it comes to my education as an adult. It really, truly isn't.
2: Yeah. Amen. Amen. Lynn Taylor, we appreciate you very much. Thank you for coming on every Wednesday, guys. Uh, If you're new to the Sons of Liberty and uh, you haven't heard Lynn, she's on every Wednesday, providing information just like this, so that you're equipped and prepared to deal with it and take it back against those who claim that they're your representatives fraudulently. They're 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 being your representatives. I'm not saying they got there fraudulently. Some of them probably did. Uh, but so you can hold them to account to what the law actually says. Uh, Bradley be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com is where you can catch him. And uh, we'll be back with you in the morning, 6 a.m., bright and early. Lord willing, talk to you then. See you.